Welcome to Out of the Comfort Zone. When you lead from a base of expertise, your confidence and credibility are derived from your knowledge. People follow you as a result. However, when you take a stretch assignment and span outside of your comfort zone, leading requires a different approach, one of influence, inspiration, compromise, and courage. We are here to talk about how to take that next step and keep going. Now, here is your host, Wanda Wallace. Welcome to Out of the Comfort Zone. So today, I wanted you to ask the question, what's holding you back? For most people that I spend my time talking to, we kind of create our own traps in one way or another that keep us from stepping outside of your comfort zone. And I can tell you, not stepping outside your comfort zone is part of the solution for what's holding you back. But today we're going to focus on these mind traps. What are the common ones? How are they created? And most importantly, how do you get the courage and wisdom to make a change? So my guest today is uniquely qualified to do this, Hortense Lagenti is a world-renowned executive leadership coach. She's the author of the book we're going to talk about, The Unlocked Leader, Dare to Free Your Own Voice, Lead with Empathy, and Shine Your Light in the World. She's an author of Aligned as well, which got great reviews, but today we're talking about the brand new one. 30 years working across the industries as an entrepreneur, ranked as number five on the global gurus list by World Management Global Gurus, certified as a Marshall Goldsmith stakeholder-centered coach and a member of Marshall Goldsmith 100 coaches, and the list goes on. Her thought leadership is featured in lots and lots of places. As you'll hear momentarily, she grew up in France, France. And just for fun, because I happen to like horses, she was, as a younger person, a competitive show jumper. So Hortense, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Wanda. I'm so happy to be with you today. Looking forward to our conversation. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. I want to start where I always start, which is why. And it's not why did you write the book. I want to know why, what problem were you seeing in the world that you thought this book was going to be a solution for? We talk about a lot about, you know, um, leadership, why you, leaders should be empathetic and should lead with empathy, right? But though so I think everyone gets that now, but very less have been said about how to do it. And, uh, and I think, and the book is, is the how. So I explain how, you know, how to be yourself, how to be, to, uh, you can en- unlock yourself, free yourself from your mind trap that hold you back from being this human leader that, uh, you know, that the world needs today. And when I'm talking about uh, leader, of course, you know, the book is fo- focused on leadership because I am the, uh, uh, this is what I do. I am an executive uh, leadership coach and I coach CEO, but we, all of us, we are leader. Because at the minimum, you are a leader of your life. So it concerns absolutely everyone. Right. right. I agree with you. I think, I personally believe, you may disagree with me on this one, that we make too much of a distinction between leader and manager. Yes, there are admin tasks, but leaders do admin management tasks and managers better do some leading, I hope. Otherwise, what's the point? I think they blend together. And I think even if you are not formally a manager of somebody, you are informally leading your life, as you say, but informally influencing people around you to get things done. That's leadership in Mm -hmm. its own way. So I think everyone is a leader. Totally agree with you. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. And I agree. It's an interesting point. We all know the importance of empathy or emotional intelligence. We've heard that. I think everybody says it and buys into the concept and so on. But I think we've done a not great job of explaining how to be that human-centered, particularly when there's this enormous enormous pressure on performance. So kind of balancing that I've got to get it done and not only how to get it done is just push everybody in the same, you know, off I go. And so how do I free myself from those mind traps that keep me from being the kind of leader I'd really like to be? Okay, cool. We've used the language mind trap. Explain what these are. So mind traps are this, um, those mental obstacles that stand between you today and you tomorrow. What I mean by there is we are a storyteller and there are stories that our brain is, you know, concocting or cooking for us, or, you know, doing for us. And, uh, and what it matters is because it's hold you back from being who you want to be, who you should be. And uh, it affects the way you co- you connect with yourself and you connect with others. So that's real. That's a real problem, in fact. And that those mental obstacles are really that moment where you cannot move forward. Maybe you know something um, worked very well until now. The story that you, you your brain you know you you told yourself was working was helpful, and at one point it is not anymore. And this is when you feel stuck. You feel locked. You don't know what to do. Right. So give me an example. Yeah, sure. It happened to everyone. So mm-hmm. I, I can share my story if you want. It happened to me, you know, even it happened to me years ago. I was, uh, I felt unhappy because there are clues. Unhappy, you know, uh, aggressivity. Um, you don't feel whole. Every, all that are, t- are clues that you are maybe trapped somewhere, and I was I was uh, unhappy in my uh, marriage and in my uh, professional life, and I didn't know what to do. So I felt completely stuck. What should I do? It was complicated, and everything went south. And I went, uh, you know, I went until the time I was uh, I was talking bad. Uh, for for months because I was sick. And um, I had a dream. In that dream, my grandmother that I just loved and uh, that passed away um, came to me and told me, you have to find the path of roses. I, I absolutely didn't know what she was talking about. <laughs> and I asked her, where is it? She just smiled and she just told me, you know where it is. And in fact, there will be later that I would I will understand that what she meant was I have to to listen to my inner voice and not all the voices outside. Mm-hmm. And when I understood that, I began to listen to my own voice. Yes, I can move forward. Yes, I can divorce. Well, yes, I can change job. Whatever it was, I freed myself and I began my journey from being who I meant to be. And uh, and this is how you unlock yourself. Okay. All right. So if I get the process there, it's recognizing the clues that say yes. that you're stuck. And you've yes. said that you were unhappy 
and that you felt stuck. I'll come back and ask, are there other clues? But then I'm going to say, wait, I've got to listen to my own inner voice about what I believe. Mm -hmm. And then I've got to say, I'm going to break free of whatever is keeping me. That's more to be uncovered. And then I'm going to be ready to make the move to be unstuck. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I get that reasonably close to a process there. Mm -hmm. Very close. Yes, exactly. This is exactly that. All right. So clues. I'm unhappy. I feel stuck. Are there other clues that tell me I'm in a mind trap? Yeah, you could be arrogant. You can show yourself arrogant um, or in contrast, feeling the um, imposter uh, imposter syndrome. So those those really, you, you, you feel it. In fact, it's more a feeling. Uh, you are not, that's not normal. So it's not, it's not your, your behavior. You, you, you know, you know, when you are stuck, you know that you want to do something, but you don't have the courage to do it. Or uh, you, you think that you should not do it. Um, so that's, that's when we are, you are stuck. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, and and so after the after the question is where is coming from yeah yeah because um the thing is you have to to track the source so where they are coming from i from my experience i thought that i found two families for three but two main two main families so the cat comes from trauma mm-hmm. or uh, from uh external voices it's not your voice you're you are listening to external voices to the society education parental um, your peers whatever but not yours and 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 so and so you know the track you know becomes there it's you don't feel well you don't feel wall you you feel like you could do better you you or, or even you want to do something else or another way you know you, and and you you don't do it okay and you don't go to your uh, out of your comfort zone because you are in your comfort zone but okay here i know what i have uh but you know you know you you hesitate to uh to um to to do something else and so uh this is how it is i have an example if you want Yes, I had, um, you know, I had a, a, a so years ago, a leaders was uh, considered to be the CEO of his company. Mm-hmm. So it was good, right? It was good leader and uh, it was almost a CEO. And in order to do that, he had you know, to go in front of, uh, he had to have uh, interviews in front of a panel of other leaders, you know, that, you know, the process. And what happened out of the blue, he changed his behavior. He became very talkative. He didn't listen. And he didn't even, you know, give time, you know, to others to ask questions. So, of course, he didn't go to the job because this is not what you're waiting from, uh, you know, from, uh, from a leader. But he didn't know like, what happened. So we had this conversation and uh, he told me, I don't know. I don't know what I did. I don't know what happened. And so we tracked, we tracked the source and revisiting his life, he remembered that 30 years before 
He was a student one day. He was a student. He had, you know, to pass an exam and he had to have an interview in front of um, the teachers. One of the teachers didn't let him talk at all. He cut him off all the time. So he couldn't express himself. He could, you know, he lost his school and, he, you know, he, he didn't know what to do. And this teacher told him, Young guy, I can promise you something. You will never be a CEO because you cannot handle your emotion. I can see your emotion in your face. And this little guy was very uh, successful, by the way, and a very good student. Okay, forgot the story. But in fact, what happened, he had a trauma because he was shocked. Mm. And... He had these voices that was not his voice, but the voice of, of, of his um, teacher who became a commandment. And he was not aware of it. Mm -hmm. uh, not at all. So why a trauma? Because the trauma is, you know, definition of a trauma, it's an event or uh, success, you know, or a different event who struggle very very strongly your your emotions yeah. and your um, sense of security. So it was a trauma. So in that case, there, there are both of them and the voice. So he was not aware of it. And the D-Day, the day when he was for the first time considered to be a CEO, in fact, the trauma, so because the brain is like the house. So I will explain later, but, but, but the trauma was still there and the voice was there. And so in order, unconsciously, in order to, I don't want, you know, I don't want to that happen again. He talk, he talk, he talk, he talk, just to be sure that he's not going to be cut, cut off. And understood, so when he understood that, we we could, you know, be, uh, go to the process of, you know, and ask him three questions, the process of transforming what I call a mind, uh, a mind shift is, Okay, is it true? So is it true that you cannot be a CEO? Is it relevant? Is it helpful today? And he told me, no, no, and no. So I said, so let go. So we worked on let go. Okay. And so here you have all the process of, you know, you are something happened that shouldn't happen. You, you don't understand why. Yeah. And you go to the source. You challenge the source, you challenge the beliefs, you challenge the voice, and you decide. And you walk on and let go. So here you have the mind traps and the mind, what I call the mind shift, the transformation. Okay. That's a great story that illustrates the entire process. This mm. thing of something that you want, but you can't quite get there. You feel stuck. Some of the stuckness comes from your own head and some of it comes in your story from the behaviors you exhibit out in the world that keep you from getting what you want. Mm -hmm. Where's the source of driving that mind trap? It's, as you said, from the traumas or from other people's voices. In the case of your CEO, it was both the trauma of being turned down and told he wasn't and the voice of saying, you'll never be a CEO. And until you recognize where that's coming from, you can't begin to make the mind shift. 
So I have to identify the precipitating voice and events or traumas. I have to ask, is it true? Is it relevant? Is it uh, helpful today? And then I can begin the process of sort of letting it go. Reminds me, I mean, I've seen this many times in coaching people where they are doing things that sabotage them in the moment. Like I remember one particular woman I was working with taking actions that in the moment were absolutely career suicide. Mm -hmm. And you wonder Mm -hmm. why. I mean, you know better than do that. You know not, like your CEO knows not to just talk, talk, talk and not listen or not ask questions or whatever. Hey, right. Until you figure out why, what what is this about that you think you have to be engaged in this behavior? And she was afraid of what had happened 10 years before with a team that she was a part of and a way she was treated on that team and by the organization as a part of that team. And she was determined never to put herself in that place again. And as a result, is doing self-sabotage behaviors. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, it's a- yeah, it's it is interesting how we do that and how our mind twists that into something that is normal. We tell ourselves a story about that. Exactly. And it's all about the story, the stories that we tell. And then and just I just would like to come back one second on, on the trauma. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I have this metaphor that I like that our brain is like um is like a house. So you have rooms mm-hmm. in your in your brain. So in the bedroom, you put your bed. In the living room, you put the sofa and the TV or whatever. And imagine now that you have a car in your living room. That's too bad because if you want to look to, to watch TV, you cannot you cannot watch TV, right? Or you cannot see very well. And if you want, you know, to have friends in the sofa and you know the other side, you cannot see them correctly. Mm-hmm. So this is a trauma. This is something that is not at the right place. And it's here. So as we as I said before, it's affect the way you connect with yourself and with others because you cannot really see others. But what you have to do is to be aware of this car, so the trauma, and put back the trauma to the garage. And this is what we do when you track it, you're aware of it, you track it and you decide okay to you know to let go right all right now i have to ask decide to let go sounds like such a simple thing i can't tell you how many times i have used that phrase <laughs> it is your choice to hang on to this or to let go of this but it's easier said than done there are moments i find when people looking at the trauma or the voice are willing to say that isn't helping me, Chuck, and other moments where people have a really hard time chucking it out. So how do you help people let go? That's a good question. I think the first thing, we didn't talk about fears, but the first thing is the same. If you see that you cannot let go, it's because very often it's because there, there are fears behind that. Because it's scary, you are used, in fact, you know, to uh, to behave, or you know, you you build something. In the case of your client, I'm sure she built it. She she told you that, right? She built, you know, yeah. this behavior to protect herself. Right. So that's complicated to to decide to let go. 
And um, so first, I think there is a time. So sometimes we are ready, sometimes we are not. So we go back to that. Mm-hmm. And um, and the let go thing is uh, is really when I go to that that process of, with the three questions, mm-hmm. they are very powerful because when you think about it, if one of the questions you answer yes, for example, is it relevant? Yes. You're not you're not going to let go, mm-hmm. but if you know you answer no 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 to the three questions, is it relevant? Is it helpful today? I forgot the third the one. So sorry, I have a white one. Yeah, is it uh, relevant? True, true, true. Sorry, is it true? Is it relevant? And is it helpful today? So if you say no no no, it's like a you open a door. Uh, you know, in your in your in your brain, and then you you decide let go or not let go. If you cannot let go, you go back to that. Okay, why can you you we cannot let go? How do we let go? And after I you you can use you know also tools to uh, to have them let go. But but the first thing is that is it has to be I'm okay to let go, but I don't know how to do it. Sometimes it's that way. I have a client like that, you know, and it was, uh, it was a, she, she, she was also a very powerful woman, but she also protected herself a lot with a behavior of, she always, she couldn't trust, you know, people. It was complicated. And uh, when we found the source, the source was his family, her family came from an immigrant um, family and, um, she was raised with uh, these voices, be careful, don't trust anybody, um, because, you know, their parents, uh, her parents came from a, a, a country at war. And But she was not aware of it. And so when we walk on it and we said, and I asked her, okay, is it, are we, are we at war today? We're in France, we're in Paris. So now we could ask the question, but at that time we were not. <laughs> And um, is it helpful? I said, not at all. Okay, so is it relevant? Not at all, she said. But she told me, she told me, but I don't know how to do it, Hortense. And I said, okay, no worries. We're going step by step, one step at a time. Because she didn't know, she was afraid. Yeah. So this is where you, you need help. And you can help, of course. Right. I have worked with one person, again, a woman who had voices from her family about what she was good at and not good at, mm-hmm. about what she should and shouldn't do about, you know, et cetera, a whole bunch of whole bunch of things that often our families do this to us, not for bad reason, but they just do this to us. And we would go through, it's not true. It's not relevant today. Um, and it's not helpful. Okay, check. And you get her to release that and to say, right. And it would last about two weeks until she'd go right back to it. Just the, it w- there was a short-term letting go, but not a permanent letting go. Mm-hmm. So what's your advice in that case? Is just keep working it? Yes, keep working it. And the thing is, you op- like I say, you open a door. Mm-hmm. So if you don't work on it every day, the secret here is when you 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 open that door. If you don't walk on it every day, it's going to close again. 
<laughs> and how to work on it is by doing, I, I call that uh, the daily, uh, daily meeting with yourself. Mm-hmm. And so you decide, she decided to let go, to change this behavior. So she replaced the old behavior by a new behavior. So she has to, I recommend to write down a sentence and things like that. So I am, so I like positive. So in, in that my case, in the case of my clients, she said, I would be happy if I do that. Okay, okay. so I, I'm, I decided to be happy. Did I do my best? My best, my best. If you forgot that, that's okay. But did I do my best to be happy today? In, the, in her case, it was that. And, um, and but every day, because, why? It's because it's a new muscle. So it's a new muscle. It's like, you know, if you, you, you break your, your arm, you have to work on it every day. It's a new muscle. So every day you remember your brain and, uh, and all your body that you decided that. And if you do it every day, I can promise you, you're going to change behavior. And she changed, really. And she did it very, very well every day. I think you point to an interesting piece about this letting it go. Not everybody really truly wants to let it go. There's a fear, as you said, about letting go. There's a fear of severing ties with my family. There's a fear of not being accepted. There's a fear of I won't be good enough. There's a fear of failure. There's a lot of fears in there. And those hold us back from actually saying, you're right, I am ready to be happy or I'm ready to trust or I'm ready to whatever else the case is. Yes. Okay, so just to replay where we've been on this one, just to get the notion, there are things that we hold in our head, mental obstacles that we hold in our head that leave us feeling stuck, that mm-hmm. keep us from having the courage to make a change in behavior that we need to do or courage to step out of a comfort zone or to take a risk in any form. Those stories that we tell ourselves are well ingrained and they're ingrained based on a trauma or a voice that could be a voice from parents. It could be a voice from society. It could be a voice from your company, from your manager, from any, any number of places, that voice. I can't, I'm not one who I shouldn't, those kind of voices. We catch what it is that's in that mind trap. What's it about? We ask three questions. Is it true? Is it relevant? And is it helpful today? In the case that I get a no on all three, then I make a decision to let go of the mind trap. To let go of it, I've got to face the fear that kept that mind trap in place in the first place. And then I have to create a daily habit that's going to reinforce a new way of thinking, like a daily message to yourself that says, I can, I am capable of, I want to, I choose to be. And that's the process. Exactly. All right, perfect. Now what is left, I think that is really important, is to talk about what kind of mind traps. So maybe this is a great place, Hortense, to take a break. Because I think one of the things that's fascinating about your book is the capturing of the different kinds of mind traps. And I think that helps people see, oh, right, I am stuck in one of those. Or mm-hmm. no, I'm stuck in this one over there. So We'll take a break at this point, and then when we come back, I want to talk about the mind traps themselves and get some examples about them, and so you can begin to see for your own life what mind trap you think you're stuck in. My guest today, Hortense Legenti, 
the author of the book, The Unlocked Leader, Dare to Free Your Own Voice, Lead with Empathy, and Shine Your Light in the World. And we'll be right back. America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. This is Wanda Wallace, host of Out of the Comfort Zone. Do you find yourself in a role where your team knows more than you know? Are you struggling to see how you now add value? For years, I've coached leaders who have moved beyond the comfort zone of their expertise and have developed a methodology to help them make the leap and go on to do more. All of those tips are now packed into my new book, You Can't Know It All. Visit our website at leadership-forum.com or tune in to Out of the Comfort Zone for more insight. Hi, I'm Wanda Wallace, host of Out of the Comfort Zone. We have some amazing guests with some incredibly good ideas about how to take your leadership to the next level. But I find people are looking for more practical ways of implementing those ideas. So we've created an individual subscription service specifically to focus on how to apply. You'll find more about that at www.outofthecomfortzone.com. We have two additional subscription services, one for the social group that want to exchange ideas and perspectives with a group and talk about career advancement. And we have a master's level for people who want to take a deeper dive all on outofthecomfortzone.com. We hope you'll join us. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Out of the Comfort Zone. To reach Dr. Wanda Wallace or her guest, call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to wanda.wallace at leadership-forum.com. Now, back to Out of the Comfort Zone. Welcome back. With me today is Hortense Lejeunti. The book we're talking about is The Unlocked Leader. The notion, just to recap on all of this, is that many of us, most of us, I think maybe all of us carry around mind traps in ways that keep us stuck in a position that we don't want to do, to take. That keeps us stuck in our careers and in our lives. And those mind traps come from traumas that we may have experienced in the past. And therefore, we say to ourselves, I'm never going to do that thing again, or I'm going to protect myself in some way. And they can come from voices. Um, but we've been talking about the kinds of events and kinds of voices that then get us to act in the moment in ways are just not helpful, right? And we were talking about a CEO who heard the voice that you will never be a CEO, and um, that was traumatic. Was a traumatic episode as well. I want to go back to this notion of the kinds of mind traps. I just want to get a little bit more sense of the mind traps you see people fall in. So we've talked about when there's a traumatic event um, and people are doing everything they can to prevent themselves being back in that traumatic event, whatever that might look like, um, like a case where someone betrayed them 
And so they'll say to themselves, I am never trusting anybody else again. And that becomes a mind trap in and of itself. What other sorts of mind traps do you see? So very common mind trap can be the identity, how you, um, you where, where and how you put your identity. Uh, if, for example, you are, so I have a, I had a client also. If for you, who you are is your position. So, for example, you are a CEO of a company, or even if you are not a CEO, you are an engineer, whatever it is. One day, you are not anymore a CEO, this engineer, for you know many reasons. We evolve, we uh, we, we age, or whatever is the reason. And uh, if I take you know that that client, he was very successful CEO. In, really, he put a lot of his identity there, and times came when he was asked to leave. Mm-hmm. He was he was sixty, maybe sixty-eight or nine. He, he never thought about it before. So he was so afraid because he told me what I'm going to do. Because he put every all his identity, he thought in fact that he put his identity there. So that's a trap. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, we worked on 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 it and he uh, he did a great mind mind shift and uh, he, he rebuilt uh, rebuilt completely you know his uh, his new new life so i can share the story if you want but i don't answer, that doesn't answer exactly your 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 question right now but this is you know so this is this is a source also that is very important so ask yourself this question what you know mindset uh, do you feel has helped you a lot so far and is it still helpful and what do you do you love the the, the most I mean wh- what do you think uh, is your identity and if the answer is my ad- identity is I am a CEO I am an engineer I am a doctor whatever it is Rethink, because one day you will not be that. This is not who you are. This is what you do. Right. Right. Nothing to do with that. It's my trap. I worked with a very senior guy who had an identity attached to his prior employer. So okay. proud of being in this company, you know, sort of the, in the U.S. vernacular, I wear the T-shirt, I carry around the mug, you know, like I am this identity. And of course, that company doesn't go in the right direction and he's suddenly out of a job. We've seen a lot of those kind of companies in the last t- couple of decades. They happen. It is part of it, not his doing, even though he's a very senior leader. Mm-hmm. And that was a trauma for him, that he lost his identity and said to himself, I will never be that attached again to a company. But mm-hmm. that meant that what he was doing is I'm never going to care about the people in my new employer because I don't want to get attached. And you can sort of see where that builds a mind trap. But the mind trap comes from his identity. Absolutely, totally his identity. Mm, completely. Yeah, completely agree. Okay. And, and also that could be, that could come from um, what I call, uh, don't you don't wear the right suit. Uh-huh. So okay. again, it's something that helped you until now. 
And um, so we talk about the difference, manager, leader, whatever it is. But so we grew up. So we grew up. So we evolve in, in life, right? So imagine that you are still uh, wearing, uh, you know, the 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 suit that you wear uh, that you 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 was uh, you wear when you wear ten for example doesn't go it doesn't work it's too small for you so what I mean by that is sometimes we absolutely want to you know to um to wear a, a suit that is not ours so what I mean is think about it is it is it exactly what you want to do today. So you have a new, you have a new position. You, I don't know, you, you move in life, you, you get married, you have a new children, you have somebody new in your team. Every, you know, every day there is a, there is a new things. So do you, are you agile enough, you know, to change your suit and to adapt yourself, you know, for, to the situation, to rethink maybe to review your uh, your 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 thinking, your your beliefs, or do you stick there and say, "No, this is the way I always have been. This is the way to go. This is the way to do, and we are going to continue like that." This is what I I call a, a suit. So you don't wear the right suit. So okay. you change a position. Something changed in your life. Okay, change your suit. <laughs> I love the metaphor, really love the <laughs> metaphor. So the notion that I think about, you know, some immediate examples that like working with a group of senior leaders in a financial services firm that's a client, uh, talking about multi-generational differences, for example, this is the way I was taught. This is the way I was brought up. This is how I was treated when I was a junior. That's the way it should be. Hands washed. We're done. I'm going to do it that way. Mm -hmm. Except we happen to have a different workforce with a different set of demands, a different set of expectations in a different world with a different care about empathy and emotional intelligence and leadership and so on. And if you keep wearing the same suit of how it was for me, then you're not adapting. And it's not going to work. And that lack of adaptation is another mind trap. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. All right. Okay. So <laughs> what's the process in this right suit? Is it the same three questions? I mean, what do I do to get people to see that they're wearing the wrong suit, an old suit? I think it's the process is very often the same. It's first, we have to be aware of it. Mm-hmm. Second, you need to challenge. Okay. Should I wear it? Should I continue to wear this one? Is it helpful? Does it help me today anymore? Is it true that I can that I should, you know, keep it? It's 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 almost the same process each time. It's really really challenging, you know, what you're doing today and say, yeah. okay, is it, you know, is it really what what you want to do? And um, and so and so challenging. If you challenge that, you will have you will get the answer. Mm -hmm. Say, oh, okay, yes, okay. So I can change. Maybe I can change. Yes, of course. Okay, let's do it. But but same. If we go back to the mind trap and what happened, so we are storytellers. So in our brain, we are plenty of stories. Can we can mean, you know, in 
I think neuroscience say that uh, we have, what they say, 100 billions of uh, information per second that arrive, you know, in our brain. So our brain is a is an amazing, amazing machine who is, you know, keeping what 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 he wants and um, and go away and don't keep what what he, he doesn't need. But it's a lot of information, and uh, in, and today to get silence, this is difficult, right? Because you have noise in your with your cell, you have noise everywhere. You can have information everywhere. You can. Just you know, to be it's it's a it's a luxury to be in silence and 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 alone, right? Yeah. This is not possible today. This is difficult. In I mean, in our yes, kind of life, our modern world. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, so our brain is always you know telling you something and telling and telling stories and stories and stories. And yes, you can. No, you cannot. You are not enough. You're not good enough. No, you cannot do that. Da, 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 da. Begin at the beginning, just make silence. So you're aware of something. You're aware that you 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 may be trapped somewhere. It doesn't fit you really. You know, if I go back to my story, it didn't fit, you know, I couldn't fit in that situation. But outside everything went right, looks good. Yeah, mm-hmm. looks good. But inside it was not. Absolutely not. So maybe you are in this situation. So be aware of it. And, you know, and make silence. Mm-hmm. So have, you know, a moment of reflection to do silence and you go back to yourself. If I go back to my story at the beginning, listen to your inner voice. How do you listen to your inner voice? By making silence. <laughs> making silence. And maybe you will hear your inner voice. And maybe you will you will know what to do. You will feel your soul. You will feel your heart. You will feel really who you are, who you want to be. Mm-hmm. But you need to do that. And and in order to free yourself, you need to challenge. You challenge, you know, this situation. So challenge the voices, challenge your beliefs, challenge, you know, every situation. This is this is the same. And after, as we said before, you decide okay. because you're, fr- you're free. You're free to do what you want. You're free to do nothing. Mm-hmm. You're free to do um, a lot. Mm-hmm. Th- that's all. You know, you're, f- you're free. And you're free also to write your own story right. because this is what we're talking about. What we're talking about is we evolve and, and we, we see that like, a lot with children. So, Baby, and after you know the baby walk, and after the you know the baby is a baby talk, and after pa 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 pa, and he grew up. So and we continue to evolve, but we don't know, we don't see it like 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 we are, we are, we do as a children, and uh, and at what moment? So it was helpful. So the voices was helpful. The education, like you said, you know your your parents or you was helpful. And at one point, it's not helpful anymore. Mm-hmm. And your your job is to uh, is to let go, is to be aware of it, and to decide if you want to write your story or the story that someone else decided for you, your, your community, your family, whatever. And um, and also in so doing, 
you're going to find your gift because I believe that everyone has a gift. And you find your gift. And this is the only way to give your gift away is to find your gift, to grow your gift and to give, you know, this is the shine, shine, shine your light in the world because if you are yourself, you find your gift and you be yourself and you can help others. You can connect correctly with yourself, with others and you can help others and you can be a great leader. Okay. All right. So if I, one of the things that I am always doing is trying to simplify this down to in its essence yeah. and its concept, it's sometimes in slightly different language, just to make it transparent. There are so many ways in which we get ourselves trapped in something that doesn't work for us. It might have worked and it doesn't work anymore. Trapped because someone decided that's where I should be. Trapped because somebody has told me that's what I should be. Trapped because I'm trying to avoid something bad that happened in the past. Trapped because I'm wearing a suit that actually belongs to somebody else or belonged in a different era. Um, trapped because of the story I tell myself about what I can and cannot do or should and should not do. A whole range of those kind of things get us stuck. And what you're talking about is that it's possible to become unstuck. So unlocked, hence the unlocked leader. And that that unlockedness happens when you're willing to be aware, when you're willing to allow silence enough to hear your own voice as opposed to somebody else's voice. A good bit of courage, I would argue, that goes with that listening to your own voice, because there's some fear in that as well. And then the challenge, what do I want to be? What do I want to do? What suit do I want to wear? Because that's the moment where you begin to write your own story and to become the leader you want to be, to find the gifts that you have mm -hmm. and to use those gifts. Mm -hmm. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. All exactly. right. So I want to shift for this last few minutes here to talk about other ways, because I'm still fascinated with this move. I get the recognition of the mind trap. I think I understand how people can get to recognizing what the mind trap is. Yeah. But letting go of that mind trap, moving to what you call a mind shift, strikes me as a very complicated process, easier said than done. And we've talked, yes, about the need to challenge it with the three questions. Is it true? Is it relevant? Is it useful today? Over and over and over again. We've talked about the need to have a positive affirming statement that says, no, I can do this differently or I can adapt in this moment. Are there other techniques that help people make that shift? Mm -hmm. So that that so yeah so that that moment is is of course very important, and it's about so as you said you have your your mind trap and your challenge so it's the transformation size, and here the main secret is really to um, challenge so, so we talk about you know, challenge your voices this is. Mostly, this is very common, very common, you know, mind trap. So, they very often they, they come from voices, and and sometimes and very often they help you until now they don't help you, you know, as we said, and um, and also face your fears and challenge those fears because behind all that there are fears, mm -hmm. there are fears to change, uh, there are fears to fail because if I change I'm going to fail, maybe. 
<laughs> yeah, or right. maybe not, or maybe not. Um, the uh, the fear to face your emotions, because we are talking about that. We're talking about, you know, you connect your, with yourself, listening to your own voice is being aware of your emotions, of who you are. And um, this is not that easy. Right. So, and the third one is the fear of chaos, because mm -hmm. if you are a leader, for example, and you feel like, okay, so um, now I should be vulnerable, I should be, uh, you know, have empathy. Uh, first, I don't know how to do that. Second, uh, I'm going, the, I'm going, you know, to open the door to, to what? I'm not a psychologist. I don't know how to do that. Mm -hmm. So there is, there is all those fears behind that. And what I really recommend is, I like to say, have a conversation with your fears because fears are part of uh, of us, right? It's part of human being. But we have big fear and small fear, and so I like to I like to say that uh, it's a deal. So you do a deal with your with your fears and say, okay, so okay, I'm afraid. Yes, that's true. That's true. I'm afraid to fail, but. If I don't do it, I'm not going to take, if I, if I don't change, nothing's going to change. I'm not going to evolve. I'm not going to learn. I'm not, I'm not going to innovate or whatever it is. So you're here and, and you make this deal. So, okay, you're here. I know you're here. I'm afraid. But you, you can go also, you decide to go step by step. If I go back to this, you know, this woman who told me, I don't know how to do it because she, I asked her, okay, what would happen if you um, stop, you know, or begin tr trusting people? And she said, I would be happy. And I asked her, do you want to be happy? And she said, yes. I said, okay. But she said, I don't know how to be happy. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, no worries step by step so you you don't have to do everything at the same time you can go step by step and you make a plan mm -hmm. and also when you decide so now it's a time so you you do your mind shift it's a time to decide if you want to if you let go you can open the door and you can write your own story what 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 I'm, i am i call the mind built Mm -hmm. Now you can write your own story. So what story do you want to write? Right. And and back to this, you know, this, this, this woman. So, okay, the story was, I want to write a story where I am happy and I can trust people. I, can, I want to be a good leader. I want to, uh, to listen to a... To, to learn to, how to listen correctly, to learn uh, empathy and things like that. So we made a plan. Okay, mm -hmm. make a plan. You make a plan and you decide, and mm -hmm. and uh, and this is the best way to use the best way to go. And you say, okay, step by step. And of course, what is important also is to find help. Mm -hmm. So support is very important, and support can have uh, you know many many sides or color. Could be, um, could be a friend, could be a spiritual leader, could be a coach, could be a, psycholo a psychologist, could be a group of, of friends, uh, whatever it is. But support is important. Okay. And you just need one person. You don't need 1,000 people. You need one person to trust you and to be able to listen to you.
<laughs> to listen to you and to, you know, to mirror you. That's all. Not to judge, not to tell you what to do, but just to mirror you and to help you, to guide you, you know, of, of the process of um, rebuilding your life. Okay. Even if it's if it's small, in my case it was a lot, but, you know, sometimes it's small. And uh, and leadership is all is is that it's all about that is how you learn to be you know um, to increase your empathy to listen to be better how you learn you know to not be uh, afraid so you practice so I practice with my clients you know okay let's do a non meeting like I said a non meeting uh, with all your team and you said okay there is no agenda today it's just you know we share stories. So how are you, who you are, blah, blah, blah. So you connect with people. You learn how to connect with people. So do some exercise like that. Okay. All right. So this shift, this moving into the mind builds place where I'm going to write my own story and be the leader I want to be mm-hmm. is really a bit of recognizing what the fears are about. And I love your classification the fears are around change, the fears around failing, the fears around, can I face the emotion? The fears around it's going to create chaos because I don't know how, what to do. And ultimately, I think in some way, there's a fear that people are going to reject you. Yeah. Because I was one yes. place and someplace else tonight. But I've got to face that fear and have a conversation with that fear, make a deal with that fear, <laughs> and then create a plan. I'm creating a plan that step-by-step step lets me test it. Let's yes. me move in the right direction that reinforces the story I want to create, not the story I have always lived by. And then not take it like I'm going to change completely overnight. doesn't work that way, but step mm-hmm. by step. Okay. Yes. Hortense, lovely kind of conversation. It's so, so easy to describe it as, yes, you're stuck. It's a whole other thing to say, okay, how do I really truly begin to unstick so that I can take the kind of changes, build the kind of life story I was really be the leader that I was looking to be. Mm-hmm. My last mm-hmm. question for you, Hortense, and you got a minute and a half to answer it is what takes you out of your comfort zone? <laughs> I'm always out of my comfort zone. So uh, because for me, you know, just speaking with you is out of my comfort zone because it's not my language. And um, so it's always complicated, more complicated than when, when you talk uh, your, your language. Living in New York, uh, it's not my country. Um, but I think um, I love to learn. And um, I always, you know, I'm, I'm never in my comfort zone. So it's... Each time there is a challenge or I, I can move, I move. So, but this is me. Okay. So your secret then is to lean into what you're learning. Did I understand that? So you push yourself yeah. out of the comfort zone all the time, but then we're going to focus on what I'm learning. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. All right, Hortense, <laughs> what a fun conversation. So the book, if you want to follow up, is The Unlocked Leader, Dare to Free Your Own Voice, Lead with Empathy, and Shine Your Light in the World. Hortense, if people wanted to reach you, where would they find you? So on LinkedIn and um, on social media, and my website is hlgconsulting.org. So uh, they can, uh, you know, find uh, find me there too. All right. Fantastic. hlgconsulting.org. And on LinkedIn, Hortense Legenti. Great conversation, Hortense. Great to have you on the podcast today. Um, to our listeners, we'd love to hear from you. Send us a message. 
any way you want to do that on any medium is perfectly fine. Find us on LinkedIn, send it through your podcast provider. If you've liked the show today, please rate us, give us a comment, and definitely join us next week for another episode in getting out of your comfort zone. Thank you for joining us today. Tune in for another edition next week with Dr. Wanda Wallace on the Voice America Business Channel. Reach outside your comfort zone this week.